This is What's Your Why presented by the Women in Business Spectacular, a unique equestrian competition that encourages the involvement of women in business and highlights the successes and achievements of those within. Welcome to this special six-part series where you'll meet some fabulous guests of the equestrian competition and will, fingers crossed, learn something new about their path to success and views of the future. Now let's get started, but not before shouting out a huge thank you for giving us your time, and more importantly, for all the support and encouragement along the way. Now sit back, relax, and get your listening ears out, because these women in business have something to say. We're here today with Alexandra Cherubini. Alexandra, thank you so much for joining us. Thank you for having me. Absolutely. We're here for the Women in Business Spectacular podcast. You join us representing Equifit. Yes. So if I could just ask you to describe a little bit about your company and introduce yourself to everybody. Well, as you said, I'm Alexandra Cherubini, and I started Equifit in uh, 2000. It's a long time ago. And I'm really dating myself these days. I refer to 2000 was like yesterday. I feel like I had it to was think about it, really. what year it was. <laughs> it is <laughs> right? like yesterday. Exactly. So I started Equifit in 2000 and we manufacture and design products for performance horses. So everything from saddle pads to horse boots to cold therapy products, fly masks, really products that can be used in and out of the show ring. And we really try to do what we can to make either the products better or innovate in some way, whether it be a material or that we're using and or design or both. And correct me if I'm wrong, when you guys first launched, and again, I'm sort of going off of memory here. Mm -hmm. Am I correct in saying that you launched with a very innovative product? Yes. Yeah, so we launched with a product called Shoulders Back. Right, and that is a right. product for people, obviously. And our path has changed really a lot since then. But yes, that was a product that we launched. It was our flagship product. And it had a life of its own. It, it was on Home Shopping Network. It was on display at the Met in New York. It was written up in different fashion magazines. There was one piece that was uh, written up in an LA magazine. That said that Julia Roberts wore it during the movie Aaron Brockovich. Wow. Uh, sadly, she did not. However, I was going to say, was there imagine, any validity to that? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> sadly, she did not. But we saw a huge boost in sales and a lot more press came from it. Amazing. Yeah. So that product, was it was fun. And I learned a ton from it. And we still, we still offer the product. Now there are lots of knockoffs and we don't focus on it as much. What created the shift for you from the shoulders back product to strictly equestrian, right? Yeah. My goal initially was to create products for horses. And that product and shoulders back evolved. I guess I credit my trainers when I was younger because they used to make me ride with a riding stick behind my back to keep my shoulders Present back. For that. Yes. Present. I had that too. Yeah. That's right? old school. It's old school. <laughs> yeah. And given sort of our, our background and our family business, it made sense for really that to be a product that we created first, uh, because we are in the medical supply business as well and make products for humans. And so that was our initial product. And then, like I said, I really wanted to move into making products for horses. I was lucky enough to be able to combine sort of all the 
resources around me as far as manufacturing and the materials to be able to apply them to horse products. Is your family still in the medical supply business? We still are, yes. Nice. Very nice. That's very diverse. Yes. My parents started the business in their basement in the south end of Boston 50, 53 years ago at this point. Wow. And it's still going. Amazing. Yeah. That means your parents have been married for that long, at least. Yes, they were married for a long time. Yeah, feet all in its own. So it was really was my, my dad's baby, and sadly he passed away last year. But Oh, I'm sorry to hear that. Thank you. They grew it together, but it was his baby. Yeah, yeah, very good. If I could be so bold, what mm -hmm. is your role within Equifit now? What do you do with the company yourself? Uh, what do I do is a great question. Right. <laughs> I have an amazing team. I credit a lot as far as everything we're doing right now. I give them so much credit. We would not be where we are today without such a great team and support system behind me and Equifit. But my day consists of a lot of, I'm on the phone all the time, <laughs> but I really am looking, I'm very involved with the product development process and what we're doing next. Mm -hmm. I love marketing. So yeah. I, I'm always having conversations with our marketing team, but really they are great and, and just able to create things on their own now all the time and know sort of what my vision is and, you know, what the brand is all about. And also I'm always looking strategically of where we're going to go next. And yeah, I would say at this point, I spend a lot of time big picture, but then also looking at, you know, daily sales in the morning and looking at trends and yeah. looking at, you know, sort of margin and what's happening there. And obviously as, as the world has been changing the past couple of years, we've had massive cost increases and mm -hmm. changes in having to order raw materials months and months in advance. So mm -hmm. it's almost like we always say, like, we have to look at the crystal ball and see because we can't just exactly. get materials if we put an order in, you know, tomorrow, we can't get it in a few weeks. You know, it's months out. A lot of big picture and then some smaller picture and detail-oriented work. How does it feel to maybe finally be more of the overseer and, you know, know that it's, it's your baby and it's your brainchild and it's your company, but you can be the idea person. You don't necessarily have to wear all the hats and be the implementation person. How does that feel? It feels pretty good. Yeah, right? I would say, no, it, it definitely, <laughs> like I said, I, I can't credit my, give my team enough credit because I trust them a ton. You know, Alamed is our medical supply business. That was my dad's baby and Equifit is, is my baby. So yeah. it, yes, it feels good to be at the point that my role has changed and I yeah, can be, yeah. sort of step back from the day-to-day -day detailed the minutia, the minutia, the minutia of it all, yes. right? Yeah. Yep. So looking back, if you were to, maybe not the beginning of your career, but tell me a little bit about your career path and, you know, where you are and what maybe led you to, I know you mentioned that you always wanted to go with equestrian, but what led you to make that decision and then actually start down that path of creating an equestrian division or creating Equifit, really? I went to Bates College up in Maine and majored in anthropology. And when I graduated from there, 
What I, the hell is that really? Yeah, right? So <laughs> right? I graduated from there and I uh, moved to New York City. And I was living there and worked in public relations and really loved it, learned a lot. My boss at the time was, I always compared her to the Devil Wears Prada. She oh, was no. like that. So yeah. I, I learned a lot from her. But throughout that time, I had always wanted to get back to riding and the horse worlds. So I literally one day was walking down the street trying to think of how I could get back there. And the shoulders back idea came to mind. Uh, and like I said, nice. I was very lucky because I grew up with product development and manufacturing around me. So I was a step ahead. You knew those facets already. Yes. Right. Yeah, I, I yeah. was very lucky that I had the ability to uh, know where to go and how to create a product. That was how Equifit was conceived, if you will. And then, like I said, I wanted to move more into products for the actual horse. And I mean, that has been, you know, our main focus. You know, we're known a lot for horse boots, but we also have a, a full line that is continuing to grow. Uh, we were in a mm -hmm. meeting today. And I even said, I said, I needed a catalog because I can't even remember what we have. Your right product now. lineup. Right. Right. <laughs> right? You know, I always say like work on the development side of it and then it launches and then I almost, it goes into like yeah. a different part of my <laughs> yeah. space in my brain, if you will. Well, if it makes you feel better, they say that air traffic controllers, at least uh, this is what I've heard, air traffic controllers and like fighter jet pilots, they're really good at what they do because they have a funnel, a dumping funnel. Oh, interesting. So they don't actually, right? I try to follow the philosophy when I yes. have nothing left in my brain. They yes. say that they are so successful because their brains like dump out sort of unneeded or unwanted information in the present time, I guess, to make room for more. So yeah. maybe you have that type of uh, mental capacity, like a Huh. A jet fighter pilot. Right. And uh, same thing. You just put it in the back burner and reserve when you don't need it. Just a thought. <laughs> yeah. I wish I could do that with other facets of my life. So do I, really. <laughs> right. <laughs> right. Just purge it out. <laughs> exactly. So tell me, if I were walking down the street in New York or walking down the street in Toronto and I had this bam moment, like what does Oprah call it? An aha moment. And right. I come up with this product and I'm like, yep, this is what I'm going to do. I want to change my life. I'm going to rock everyone's world and I'm going to introduce this. Tell me how I do that. <laughs> I guess the question is, if I were to choose to follow the same sort of career path, how would I do that in this day and age? Well, you know what? I can tell you that there is a product that is not in our wheelhouse of manufacturing that I've been looking into making for our line. And how I've been going about that is, thankfully, we have the World Wide Web now. So I've been yes. doing a lot of research online, you know, Googling manufacturers of the product type that I'm looking into and contacting them. I've also, in this process, I've been tapping into, you know, friends, contacts that aren't necessarily in the industry, mm -hmm. but have done a product line that's similar and contacted them to see how they did it. One thing that I am like a full believer in and I Equifit would not be where it is, I don't think. I'm all about talking to people. And the more people you talk to, I feel like the more you learn. And also you never know. You could be talking to 
you know, your best friend and you're telling them about what you're thinking about and they could say, oh, I actually know someone who has done X, Y, and Z. So yeah, I always say like, don't be afraid to ask questions or talk to people because that is, I think people want to help. Definitely. Like for the most part through my career, you know, so many people have helped us get to where we are. Yeah. I would not never be able to do it without any of them. I guess I have a hard time wrapping my head around the going from an idea to understanding in business that you need to create a product and follow all those steps, but then also hire the right people to do all the right things. How do you make those decisions early on? Do you just sit down and write a list and decide this is what I'm good at and this is what I'm not good at and I'm, I'm going to hire some people to do the things I'm not good at or maybe the things I don't want to do? Where's sort of the tipping point where it goes from just an idea to actually this is real now and I'm not wearing all the hats and I need to distribute that to other people? Yeah. So I would say at the beginning, I had to wear all the hats. Yeah. And I even had, he's now my husband, but there were nights where we would be in his or my apartment in Brooklyn, cutting out the packaging for shoulders back, right? So I would definitely tap into everyone around me, but then I would go ship them the next day. Is it just a numbers game at some point? Is it yeah. just that like the number is too massive that you're just like, I got to hire a, an yes. assistant, yes. you know, starting there? Okay. Yes. And then trying to figure out if I'm going to hire an assistant or whoever, whatever J, J job description you're looking for, what in sales do I have to do to be able to pay for that person? Or how do I make this work financially? Mm -hmm. What advice would you give a younger you? I would say to trust your decisions and gut more. Don't question yourself as much. I would also say that do it right the first time. Meaning, I think back in some of our, let's say, designs that we would put out, I would go the route that was less expensive. But then a year later, you're redoing it all because it's not really what you want. So I think that sometimes you end up spending sort of more money if you don't do it right the first time. And I think doing it right the first time is, you know, that's depends on the person, what you're doing. And the other thing, like I said, is talk to people. Oh, the other thing I wish I could tell myself <laughs> earlier on in life is that when something's not working, cut your losses and move on versus continuing to try to get it to work. I have to stop you for one second. Yeah. I, <laughs> it is unbelievable that you are saying that. I am a big believer in the universe and it, it brings things to you. And, mm -hmm. and I had a situation this morning, I was contract working to a company and I decided I'd been there a week. And I was, I, last night I was like, I'm just not doing this anymore. In less than 24 hours, I'm like, okay, cut your losses, move on, and don't don't think twice about it. Heather and I have talked a lot about it because we're friends outside yeah. of, you know, working together, of course. But it's amazing that you are sitting here. It's like you're speaking directly to me when you're saying <laughs> yeah. that you wish you had said that to a younger you, even though I yeah. think I'm probably close to your age. It's like, I don't know, the universe speaks full circle there. Right. That's awesome. Right. Yeah. And well, congratulations for doing that. Well, because thank you. The other thing I wish I could <laughs> tell myself years ago is life's too short to stress out about every little thing. Yeah. 
I'm learning that. It's like it takes until we're in our 40s to figure that out, right? Yes. Oh, how did we get here? You know, a lot of luck. Mm -hmm. (laughs) We got here with a lot of luck. (laughs) And we wake up every day and And still feeling lucky. Yes, it is true. Alexandra, if you could do it all over again, following the same path, would you do it? Yes. Not changing anything? I think I would change a few things. One is not getting stressed out as much. And two is yeah, doing it right the first time and walking away when it's just not working. Yeah. Those are three very, very prominent pieces of advice, I think, that every person younger younger than us needs to listen to, that's for sure. So those, I think that's, yeah, that's what I would change. Awesome. Gosh, it's so short. It's 23 minutes. We've only been talking for 23 minutes. And I feel like I've known you for 23 <laughs> years. It's amazing. I mean, I hope I you really you at some point in real life. I hope I do too. Do you still ride? I do. Good, yes, good. Not enough. Hunters, jumpers, dressage. Jumpers. That's fun. That's good. Yes, good for you. It is. Yeah, it keeps me going. I feel like it keeps me sane. Yeah, right. The one thing in life that you can take a break from life with is always horses. Yep. Alexandra, it is a pleasure. I really, really appreciate you you joining us and making the time. Absolutely. I know that it was a little challenging to get our schedule straight. No, but we did it finally. We did it finally. And uh, we thank you for it. The Women in Business Spectacular certainly thanks you for it, even though the horse show is finished. It was was successful. Hopefully next year. I'm so glad. I can't wait to hear more about it. And I'm hoping I saw a press release today and uh, we'll we'll touch base with Adele and see how it all went. But I hear that it was it was amazing and thrilling and one of a kind. So thank you so much for being a part of this initiative. I'm so happy and uh, appreciative to be a part of it. Thank you. Absolutely. While I have your attention, I have an important question. Did you know that companies with a well-designed visual identity can boost brand awareness and make people more likely to purchase? In fact, according to sources, developing a strong identity helps to create an emotional connection with customers, which may also increase spending. Right Every Stride is a company that not only understands the concept of having a visual identity, but also the importance of it. From logos to color palettes, graphics, fabrics, and packaging, Team Right Every Stride will work with you to create a seamless identity for your business. They handle custom branding for equestrian products, awards, VIP events, and apparel. If you need it, they do it, and better yet, they do it with a smile. Team Ride Every Stride has partnered with the Women in Business Spectacular Horse Show to not only bring you some beautiful awards, but also offer you a very special gift. Visit rideeverystride.com to learn more and shop now. Enter WIB15 at checkout and save 15% on your entire purchase. So what are you waiting for? It's easy to get started with saving and to hashtag brand your biz with Ride Every Stride. I'd like to thank everyone for joining us for this episode of What's Your Why, our listeners, guests, and our sponsors too. It's our hope that you enjoyed your time with us and possibly gained some new perspective as well. It's said that we can learn something new every day if we just listen, and that knowledge has a beginning, but no end. Thanks again for listening. Until next time, be safe, be well, and remember, always leave people better than you found them. A Twisted Spur Media Production.